start. Let's uh, let's let's do. We couldn't decide who's going to start. I will. This is the Racing It Out podcast. This is Caitlin. I'm Todd. Thanks for coming back and joining us again. If you haven't already, please make sure you're following us on the social channels of the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook. It's all here for you because you know sometimes we put things up. I I always tag the the Racing It Out account and stuff that I do at the track. If we're I have pictures or or stories or whatever, I like to tag the Racing It Out account so people get a little taste of. I try what we're to re- I try to retweet it. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it, it's nice, but we have uh, like in your background photo is is excellent because that's one of the things we're going to talk about is the finish at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park <laughs> this back this past weekend. But we should also do. Do you want to go back to the first race of the year first? And and yeah, and we should probably sunset? go. Yeah, we should probably recap the last couple weeks chronological order. Chronological okay. order. All right. So, uh, uh, you know what? First of all. Let me say, because I experienced it again at CTMP as well as the first race. Love all the fans that have come out. We had CTMP great, was amazing. Great crowds at both races. And I'm really happy. I had a lot of people say, hey, hi, how are you? And just like saying hello. And it's just it's it's nice to have you back. And it's nice that you're you're here and and we're we're really looking forward to the show. And it was good shows at both the events. So First off, thanks for everybody for coming out and spending your money and coming out to the races. It is greatly appreciated. I appreciate it. And I'm glad that when you see one or both of us, you you say hello and we'll, we can stop and chat for a second, if, uh, maybe more than a second if we, if we have more time. But it's I, I really enjoyed that part of the first couple of races. Yeah, I, I was actually like absolutely blown away. I don't think I've seen a May long weekend CTMP race as busy as this past weekend because it was like, like I was blown away. It's like when we mm-hmm. like I was we were on the starting grid and I look up and I'm just like, there's so many fans. Look at the there. crowd. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. Like packing was absolutely packing, camping was absolutely packed. Even um turn five, Moss Corner was mm-hmm. insane. Like there yeah. were fans everywhere. And it it was a drastic difference from the Saturday to the Sunday. <laughs> yes. But- and uh, it's, it's, it's sad that the Pinty series never made it out on track on Saturday, but it was, that would have been a gong I, show if that happened. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sad about it. <laughs> no. So I, the, uh, other, other series did go out, the, uh, FEL radicals and, uh, sports cars were out, put on some good races and stuff, but the, the, the Pinty's activity got going on Sunday, but before we do that, we talked about doing sunset first. So let's yeah. talk about sunset first, which was, which was great. Again, good car count, 21 cars. It was really nice. Some, some good racing, uh, lots of action through the field. There was a long green flag run right at the start. What did Trayton lap? up to like eight or ninth position or something early on i potentially yeah i'm not 100 percent sure but he had lapped like quite a few and you're right the first half of that race it's all coming back to me now i'm like my brain's just filled with ctmp but now i'm like oh yeah sunset um it it was based on how quiet it was in that first half i knew the second (laughs) half was going to be an absolute like just roll your eyes ridiculous cracking yeah it It was was... uh, it was good there's a lot of action there's a lot of activity there was there was stuff going on there was there was drivers making three lanes when really only two were possible and 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 a bunch of stuff but it was but it was great it was it was lots of lots of excitement i didn't find the cautions to be overly long or drawn out for the most part at, at sunset i think the the show was good and and we had a dramatic 
finish. Mm-hmm. I, I no, saw some people say that it was a green white checker, but I didn't think it was. I thought it was three laps at the end. I, I think it was as well. I'd have to go back and check, yes. but cause it's, it's, it's hard to determine. Cause it's like a green white checkered is considered like an overtime finish kind of. Yes. And it's like, and this the, didn't go beyond the, the, no, uh, it was a hundred and like, I'm pretty sure we went back to green with four laps to go. Right. I think we had two green lap, two green laps, then the white, then the checkered. Right. Because yeah, because Trayton took the green did a lap, then Gannett. Yeah, I think it was two greens. So we we had the only real lead change in those last few laps where the 96, Marc-Antoine Cameron, the three of Alex Gannett. And let's not forget about the 74 of uh, Kevin Lacroix, yeah, who, also, who also kind of swarmed the, the car of Trayton Lapsovich, who lost the lead. Mm-hmm. But he got it back before the checkered flag. So give me your thoughts, your impressions on that last lap pass. I mean, I think Annette left a little too much room on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Trayton took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I agree with I, you. I think it was a textbook bump and run. See, I, or, I don't, no, not I would even, not, not refer bump, to it as, a, no, it's not a bump and run. I think CTMP was a bump and run. What, what you have on the screen behind you was yes, the bump and run. This was a bump but, and run. But it, sunset, uh, and I will go back to fall of 2021 in the first of three races at Delaware Speedway, where Trayton true. was running first yep. and left a little bit of an opening on the inside and the 17 of DJ Kennington stuffed it in there. And took the lead and mm-hmm. the checkered flag. And Trayton was none too pleased about it afterwards. Yeah. I mean, Trayton was going for his first NASCAR win. So sure. to think he had it in the bag. But Gannett also has only only has one win. He's starting out a new team with a new team this year. He wants to prove that he's dominant. Right. He wanted to probably win just as bad as Trayton did in that back in Delaware in 2021. And it's I think Trayton has learned how to, I think Trayton probably empathizes a lot more with DJ in that moment. Yeah. I think he, he's, he has a better understanding of it uh, now than he did at the time. And I'm not, you know, slagging on anyone for what they did because there's an opening. You're going to to take advantage as much as you, you possibly can. He didn't drive, uh, he didn't drive the three car into the fence. And Gannett knew he left too much room. He That's knew right. he, Trayton was coming and he just, he made, he made a mistake and left too much room. And they were both very cordial after the race. And like Gannett came mm-hmm. up and congratulated him on social. They were both showing a lot of respect and it's like, you know, yeah. like it's just, he, Gannett took responsibility for leaving too much room, which I think is very, very, very amazing sportsmanship. And I love to see it. hundred percent. And I think if you go back and show Trayton the 21 race now, he's like, yeah, you're right. Okay. There was a little bit of an opening. I think he'd have a different perspective uh, on it now. hundred percent. Yeah. So jumping ahead to CTMP, once again, the uh, uh, Trayton ran a great race to first of all, run down the, the two cars that were ahead of him, the 59 of Gary Clute and the 96 of Marc Antoine Cameron. Yeah. A uh, really great job in those final, in those final few laps to get himself back into, uh, 
into contention for the lead because he saw, didn't have it till very late. He, he didn't. He really <laughs> didn't. It was, I want to say with like, maybe because I think oh, I was at the start finish line with maybe like just less than 10 to go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Cameron has like a lead. Like he, right. he is leading. And then he was leading with two to go. And then the white flag came out and Drayton was right on his ass. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna get interesting. And then I didn't see them until turn 10 when I saw Mark Antoine Cameron. Which hand do I want? Come come out of this turn, wrong way. <laughs> and then end up in the grass. Oh my God, there. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, he was uh, hanging on to keep it off the wall. And uh, you know what? That's a that's a great job by Mark to, to yeah, do that. Yeah, because I, I it... thought, I saw him go wide and I'm like, Trayton, this is not how I wanted you to get your first win. But he like he kept it because I thought you know like we looked back last year to the, like the same race last year where Laquad did basically the same thing to Clute, but it was a little earlier. But you, it yeah. started a little bit earlier, but because yeah, because it Kevin started, caught him earlier. Yeah, yeah, it started in turn nine instead of turn ten, but it sent Gary into the wall, and Gary had to massively overcorrect mm -hmm. to try and even get. A decent finish and he did but it's like it very th those moves are so very easily like can go wrong well and so uh, Trayton nudged him and there was a little you could see that there was a little spot on the car where the contact occurred because yeah. I see it up close in in victory lane Same. and this is and now an acceptable form of racing as far as the way NASCAR is officiated mm -hmm. you can nudge someone out of the way for position, be it in the last corner, if you have to get close enough to them, but this is an acceptable form of passing. Mm -hmm. The question becomes, should it be an acceptable form of passing? I mean, it, I, I, did it really start with the trucks back at CTMP when um, we, ha we had drivers plowing each other out of the way on the last lap of every race? Uh, see, I, I, I don't care for that. I, if you catch someone, get by them. I don't, you know, I, 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 and short track is different than road course mm -hmm. because you are going to nudge people when you're on a short track. Yeah. But this is, this is different. And yeah, it's like, there's a line that you cross as a, if you touch someone, I'm not going to freak out, but it depends on how hard you hit them. And everybody's got their own interpretation of what's too big a hit. Right. Cause it's like, you know, maybe there's just a different level of, I guess, like sophistication when you go to events like road courses and street courses and such, where you have so many opportunities to get to their insides. Whereas like you said, on short tracks and ovals, you are probably right there the entire time. And you have somebody on your butt and, you know, bump and runs. Cause I, the bump and run was born on short tracks mm -hmm. and it's migrated to street and road courses and also dirt but well and and a bump is one thing a punt is quite another and that's so what the would you call Trayton's then oh he nudged him out of the way he nudged him out of the way so that he could complete the pass before getting mm -hmm. to the checkered flag it's a last lap last corner right. I don't think you know Trayton could have easily driven him hard enough that he sent him into the wall he didn't yeah so for that he gets he gets credit
Yes. And he even said that in the post-race press conference of, I didn't want to wreck him. I didn't no. want to send him into the wall. I just wanted to, I wanted to nudge him just, just a little bit because he very easily, as we saw last year, kind of just drive into him. But, cause, but I think it was a textbook bump and run. Mm -hmm. But you ask a good question. Should they be allowed on road courses? Right. As, as to what's the degree of contact that's going to, because when, oh, now here's the off the top of my head question. When's the last time you saw someone penalized for rough driving? I can't even tell you. I want to say it was that's... like 2019. When was the last time LP? Ranger and LaCroix maybe was the yeah. last one. So, I want to say whatever that race again, was that LP ended up winning against uh, when R La Ranger drove into LaCroix in turn five, whatever that possibly. was. But again... How, um, was the bump that Ranger had on LaCroix different from the one that Kevin had on Gary Clute last year? There's just, it's so close. It's so difficult. Yeah. This is the hard part of officiating any sport, whatever it, whatever it is. You, you don't know the force and it, it's hard to judge exactly what the force is. You don't know how each driver is going to react, which is going to be different. So it's that's exactly, that's very true because it's yeah. like, you know, if you have the team walking into the holler after the race, demanding it to be overturned, then you have a different story. It's, you know, when two drivers and Cameron was very cordial afterwards. He, I, mm -hmm. I heard that some people say he was a little heated, but it's like, anyone's going to be heated. Like Gary was also super like just emotional after the race. Like he want he wants that win so bad. And I want to sure see does. him get that win yeah. so bad. He's been so close at CTMP so many times, but you know, Cameron was very cordial with Trayton after the race. And he was like, you know, it's a long season. We'll see what positions we can get into that we can monopolize on, but no hard feelings. It's right. racing. And he probably would have done the same thing he said. Oh, 100%. So, so that, and, and that's where it, that's where it lies. Anyhow, I don't know that we reach a, a conclusion, but it's just yeah. these are these are things I think we keep an eye on and watch and and think yeah. about is going forward because, because I, it shouldn't be a free for all and anything goes. There's, it there, shouldn't, there yeah, has you're 100% right. But I also don't want it to be a become a case of drivers being afraid to go for the win because it could be seen as right like wrecking because it's like like finishes like this and finishes like sunset are they're so much fun and you love being able to stand up and scream for that finish it's sure. like which you know could bring us into our next topic which was north wilkesboro last weekend but okay you, so you're right so yeah. does that uh so does does Kyle Larson spanking the field? It this is where you get into well, it's he it was it wasn't a fun race, it wasn't a good race that you know he he was he was so dominant. It happens sometimes. Yeah, you're going to have a, you can't manufacture a, a finish that's going to be within a tenth or a couple of tenths every time under a green flag condition. Yeah, I, this is this is why I have you know reservations about the whole overtime thing is like it's you're trying to manufacture a, a finish in a sense because because you are because you want it under green but i just i don't think that's the the correct way to approach it i don't think it's it's hard because it's like i feel like there's a large population of the fan base that kind of only comes to see the big ticket action Sure. And, you know, you go to North Wil Wilkesboro and I feel like a lot of people were really hoping for like short track racing. 
Right. And but you know, you look at our own history and Pinties and two years in a row, Alex Tagliani spanked the field at sunset. Yes. It, you're right. It just ha- happens sometimes. And I feel like, didn't we have a race last year where we had a driver just completely dominate the race? It's like, I can't uh, remember. Brandon Watson at the, at the finale. That would have been it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, he didn't lap the entire field basically like, tri- like Tagliani did. No, but, but it happens. It, that's exactly it. So but you can't go from one year. It's, and I think it's human nature to kind of take recent events and put them at the forefront of, you know, decision-making mm-hmm. of you have one year where the race is action packed and it's so much fun. And it's just like gun, like, like the closest finish in NASCAR history. And then you have the next year where somebody spanks the field, Well, are you going to come to somebody and say, I don't want this track on the schedule yeah. anymore? Chances are you're going to say you are because the most recent memory you have is seeing a boring, a, a boring race. Recency bias. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I agree. give North Wilkesboro another chance. I'm sure it'll be back on the schedule at some point, whether it's the All-Star race next year or the cup schedule, who knows, or trucks or Xfinity or whatever. Give it another chance. And this is why I think the... You know, racing evolves a little bit too is that you need to you you need to have different tire compounds and you need to have uh maybe skip years and instead of having mm-hmm. two races at some tracks you only have one that kind of thing and maybe it's a bit of a fluid schedule where you don't go to a, a track every year necessarily it shakes yeah. things up and and makes the outcome a little bit more unpredictable which i think everybody would be in favor yeah. of which nascar uh, cup has historically you know been kind of confined to those like cookie cutter tracks that yes. you see like the mile and a half and they're really starting to branch out which is nice so it, they could get to a point in the next five ten years maybe even sooner where their schedule can be a lot more fluid and you know they have like five rotating like dates that are at different tracks every single year and you know they'll go to shorter tracks or maybe they'll do like they've got their dirt races and so it just keeps things fresh and different and new at the same time which we like new and trying new things there are the classics the traditions that we love and this weekend is three of them the triple crown of racing ladies and gentlemen formula one in monaco in the morning the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 in the afternoon, thus the bricks on my uh, background, <laughs> and the Coke 600 in the evening at Charlotte. And you can be a total sloth and just lay around and eat snacks all day and watch racing. This is our it's Super fun. Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Which, uh, this That's a very good way. And yes, and it's and there is no pregame show. It is all racing all day You long. wake up and <laughs> you're like, get the Red Bull, ladies and gentlemen. It is go time. No, 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 no. So you, you get up and it's Monaco. So you're having champagne mimosas is what you're oh, doing. Oh, Todd, so I like the way see, you See, this is way. So now, and then no. you get into the afternoon and you've got different food and different sacks, but, and then you'll, you'll have, you know, maybe a, maybe a drink there's, well, in fact, I was reminded of it today and because, uh, and there are Brazilian drivers and there is a Brazilian drink called the Caipirinha, which is fantastic. What is it? Tell me. Caipirinha. Well, what's in it? Um, rum and more rum. 
It's it's and and sugar. It's it's really good. And then you know by the time you get to the evening, you're cruising, so you know you're having a couple of a uh, couple of beers or something. I, it's I just, just had you to can run just through kind my of brain. Do the whole day. I had to run through my brain. Beer before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. <laughs> because I was like, can you do beer in the evening after you've had mimosas and rum? Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you know. can. I don't know. It's just it's. I think it's all about pace too. I think is what you need to what you really need to look at. But I'm I you know it's it, it's exciting. They're the 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 Formula One cars are they suited to the Monaco streets now? No, but it's great. Yeah, we tradition. had this conversation last yeah. year. Yeah, of- the Indi- the you know the Indianapolis 500. There is uh, there is nothing like the spectacle of that. And I, I want to go I, to it so bad one day. It is next uh, year. It is a life changing experience. It's great. And stuff. Next so year. I won't be there. Yeah, um, I will be at Detroit the following week because I am working there, which I'm really looking forward to because it's a terrific event. It is one of the best run events I've ever been at. They have what makes it so volunteers? It's super well oh. organized, and the volunteers here. So here's the unique part about it: you pay to volunteer in Detroit. You pay a fee. I think it's twenty bucks. You pay a fee to be a volunteer at the IndyCar race in Detroit. Interesting. What you get back in, you know, swag and and oh. um, uh, food and stuff like that uh, uh, goes on is goes into a far greater value than the twenty bucks. But it just it makes people invested, and yeah. I find that they're it, it's a really good. So you're not going to get any just like right. slum off the people street. People that are are going to be lax and yeah. not show up or whatever. So yeah. because volunteers are very important to the success of uh, of these oh, hundred percent. So yeah, it's a terrific event. Before we get too far ahead, though, I got to tell you a couple stories. Oh yes, of driving Todd's, back. Tell traffic from... stories. <laughs> so I, I, I should have done this earlier when we were talking about driving. But yeah, anyhow, but we were. I was driving back after CTMP, and you know how when you you know maybe you go away camping or you go away on a weekend and stuff, there are these moments of you know family bonding or or traditions that are born and stuff that you know happen on on little trips and holidays and stuff. So. I'm I'm thinking of this particular occurrence in this way. So I'm driving back and I get slowed down on uh, a little bit on the 401. Not terrible, but I just, I get slowed down a little As bit. As you do. And there is a minivan pulled off to the side of the road. And as I'm approaching, I see that there is a father, what I believe to be a father and a son standing on the other side of the minivan away from the the highway and both of them are arching a perfect fire hose stream of pee into the ditch below <laughs> it's and you i see that driving left. i could clear as day i could see that driving it was the funniest thing i have seen in a long time it's just you know that had, like, that these... trained his kid to do that this is what I'm saying. This is a memorable family moment. So they, oh they have this perfect, art and I'm just, you know, I'm I'm laughing. So, and I don't think, so this, this amuses me for quite some time on my drive. Later on, I did get slowed there's, down there's near, uh, cause there was a, a, a crash on the 401. So I did get slowed As down for is. a couple of minutes. And you know how when people are driving and the weather's, you know, kind of nice, it's not super hot or anything as it was on the weekend. Mm-hmm. You put the windows down. Yeah. And the driver, particularly guys, will kind of rest their elbow on the door and have their hand resting on the roof of the car. Mm-hmm. Well, dude in this car was doing that 
but he had the seat leaned back a little bit. Well, maybe more than a little bit. I don't know how tall he was, but he had to be pretty tall because he's got his elbow on the door, his hand on the roof, but it's out the back window behind the driver's seat. He's got it like cupped. So he, but he's not like, he's just sitting there like normal. Like I'm just here driving and like the post of, of where the, the door separates, like how he's trying to get a, you, He's man? trying to get a good stretch into that shoulder. <laughs> but I thought this is really strange. But anyhow, these are, these are the things you see on the road trips. And this is why it's, it's fun to go to the races. So I, I don't well, know. We've it got just really struck me. Ten, well, I have a 10 hour drive to Chaudière. In there three you go. Weeks. You fly, you lucky son of a gun. We're flying, yes, but but there's there's a drive from the airport, so you never know what you're gonna. You're ne- this you is never true, know and see, Quebec so. is a whole different story. Yeah, of so drivers. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be uh, exciting and interesting. I need to pay more attention when I drive to the things going on around <laughs> me. I'm more I, in my own head. This was really funny, but because it, it was just you know it was just like it was like the water show at the Bellagio, just the. <laughs> It was way too funny. <laughs> the water show at the Bellagio. <laughs> Made me laugh. God. Made me oh laugh. My Just, God. But you're right. There's, there's, this was learned behavior. This was like, son, this is how we do it at the uh, side of the road because the exit's too far to get to for, uh, for a rest station. Father, son and, bonding. And these are the moments that will last a lifetime. Can't, so. can't relate, honestly. No, I can, I can see how that would be a, you know, a different thing for you, but yeah. Anyhow, so uh, do do we have any real food? I did not eat uh, at unique little places for either of the first two races, but I do have a, a place I can recommend if you want to talk about food. Sure. I don't really have any either. I went to Jack Astor's and Kelsey's and a couple yeah. pubs while in Bowmanville, but they're but like your the... standard sports sports bars and grills and right, there was right. um there was one i actually just remembered now mm-hmm. um for my roommate's birthday we went to see a magic show a couple of weeks ago Ooh. i think it was right before sunset it was much fun and it was all like um and it, it inspired us because i think now we're going to try and plan a trip to vegas nice you but, can see the water show at the bellagio yeah <laughs> that that's what sparked my <laughs> but um i was severely heartbroken because so i got brought up on stage and oh. I saw the trick and like how he did the trick. And I'm like, this has just ruined it for me. And I feel oh, so sad now. I'm so sad. Sorry. But I was sorry. like, it's a very cool place. It's at um uh Lula Lounge in uh on Dundas Street in Toronto. Right. Very cool place. Um I found the menu a little overpriced. Um but the sh- the show was like it was super cool, and I've been to magic show since I was a kid. No, I'm like... not a big not a big fan of the no? magic. No, I'd be I'd be cool to no. see one in Vegas. I feel yeah, like yeah, maybe be I don't know a spectacle. But I'm not. Yeah, but I that, yeah, that's the, the only show shows. That's the only place I've been. So they okay. also do a a a, um, a drag brunch. Yeah. So okay. I'm like, ooh, that'd be kind of fun to do. Love the brunch. Yeah. So just before sunset, we went to see. Hamilton, the musical at Princess of Wales. I hate you. I'm sorry. Um, I've been waiting years. Had tickets to go pre-pandemic. Show gets canceled and everything. So it's like, you know, finally six months ago, it's like, oh, there's tickets. So I got uh, tickets just in advance of of um, Sunset and had had seen the show, watched it on uh, Disney Plus because that's where it was uh, available and really enjoyed it. 
And for, for us, it didn't hamper the enthusiasm for the stage production at all. That's, I love theater. So that's good to know. I yeah. also love theater, Have yes. as we have talked about many times. But I have been waiting to, and I've listened to the soundtrack. I have like half the songs memorized. Like I know the just of Hamilton, but I have been waiting. I have not seen the Disney Plus version, mm -hmm. like the original version on Disney Plus, because I've been waiting to see it live. Because go, go, go. I, I, I have to now. Like, yeah, you convinced me. It is, it's, it, they've extended the show. It is, it is fantastic. The cast was so, sensational. The staging, the production, the music, uh, it's, it's all, it's an, it's a spectacle. It's overwhelming. So it's now that I'm going to plan this as a date night for my boyfriend and I, where should we go for dinner? Uh, the suggestion I will make, we just went, um, we're looking, um, we're looking for one spot, but it was full. And so we went to Hey Lucy just like, you know, they, it's called Hey Lucy after the old TV show. Hey Lucy. <laughs> oh, Lucy. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's right on uh, King Street. Had uh, Caprese salad. Fantastic. Pizza. Terrific. Super Where, Where's Hamilton? What building is Hamilton in? What theater? Uh, Princess of Wales. I thought, why did I think it was in Mervish? I don't know. No, Princess of Wales theater. So walk hey, right Lucy. down the road. You're in. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, it, oh, it was I good. know this cat. I know this place the, it was right the kit kat club used to be i think right next door yeah which, it's closed apparently but yeah uh, yeah I'm which sad. is too bad because it was great i love kit kat um, yeah it's right it's right in that vicinity. okay i'm adding this to my want to go thing on google maps there you go so i remember but no i will definitely make a plan to do that when uh i'll look at tickets and see when i can go because yeah I love theater when like love, when we went same to thing. love big shows and it just it was it's so good so when, it's such um, an entertaining night when we went to go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child for my birthday in November it just like reinvigorates the love for theater like so easily and it's like it's, then we were obsessed yeah. with Wicked for a bit and yeah so do you know what I, I don't know if I told you about it was about a year and a half ago went to New York to for a concert and it's like, okay, well, we're there a couple of days. It's like, let's go to a show. Yeah. Because, you know, Broadway was kind of getting started again. So we went to see To Kill a Mockingbird. Ooh. Which was, it, it, it was, it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's, it's never been a play before. And the, the, the play is very different in terms of how it's presented than the movie or the, or the book. Interesting. Because the kids are grown up. Huh. And that's all I'm going to say. And you, you, you don't think you're, you think immediately like, how does that work? It, you get past it in the first two minutes. Honestly, Aaron Sorkin I don't... wrote it. It's really, really I good. Barely I barely remember it's gonna To Kill tour. Mockingbird. Oh, if it tours uh, and comes to Toronto. I believe it's touring. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it is well worth it. Go on. hundred percent. Yeah. I don't think I would remember To Kill a Mockingbird that well yeah. for it to impact my experience watching it. Brilliant but, movie. Gregory Peck was fantastic. Jeff Daniels played Atticus Finch on uh, on Broadway, so it was it was oh, really cool. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to look it up after we finish recording, so I can okay. see if it's coming to Toronto. Good. And then maybe you can go see it again. I I would in a heartbeat. I would. Yeah. Go. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So good. Love the theater but, like that. So actually, what we're we're trying to organize, haven't done it yet, is Spamalot is playing at Stratford. The Monty oh, Python or Eric Idle cool. wrote a, a musical. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
That'd so there you go. So, so see, many shows. our interests are wide and varied, not just in motorsports. <laughs> yes. And this podcast is wide and varied. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that happens every uh, yes. every time we record. This is right. basically just the Todd and Caitlin talking it out podcast. I, I'm good with that myself. I'm I'm quite comfortable with that. Form. This is just an excuse for Todd and Caitlin to get together so we can chat about our many mutual interests. Exactly. Food, theater, racing, and I'm sure there's many others out there. And interesting things that you see in traffic. That, that, that yes. sort of sums up this uh, this episode. Okay. Yeah. The thoughts, ideas, opinions uh, expressed by Todd and Caitlin on the Racing It Out podcast do not represent the views of anyone we have, might, or consider working for in the near future, medium-term future, long-term future, or sometimes that we haven't even imagined happening yet. Covers I like it? the infliction you put on. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to emphasize, this yeah, is us, not we, them. We do not. <laughs> All there right. You Thank you for joining us for this edition of Racing It Out. We'll see you next time.